Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Friday of the first week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together, so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak this way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves, so he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, pick up your mat, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up his mat, or pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, in these early days of ministry in Capernaum, again, there was these huge crowds that would turn out at every village and town that he went to. So upon returning to Capernaum, the same was true. In fact, uh, while it was, uh, he was there at home and uh, people know, knew that uh, he had returned, uh, they, they streamed to the house to the point where there was not any room for anybody else in the house. They had packed themselves into this house and including they, they surrounded the door. You couldn't even get through the door. And uh, so with this huge crowd in his house, <clears throat> He began to preach to them, and it was, it was uh, quite, again, an electric time there in that town. Well, one of the things that happened is there were four men that had a, a friend of theirs that was a paralytic, and they knew that if Jesus uh, was near this paralytic, that this man could be healed. So they decided they would bring him to Jesus. But by the time they get to the house, they can't even get in. There's no way in the door. There is no way that they can possibly get this paralytic before uh, in front of Jesus. Well, they have an idea. They're going to go up on the roof. Now, that's not an unusual thing back in those days. Most homes had a stairway leading up to the roof because that was just an extended living space where they could go up there and uh, either have time just to sit uh, or uh, other things that could happen up there, the drying of laundry, etc. So they go up on the roof, and they begin to break the roof apart. 
and uh, the roof may have been made from uh, hay and things like that. It might be clay tiles. We don't know. But they began to just break it apart. And you can just imagine the people down below that all of a sudden there were little granules and maybe little straw uh, kind of floating down. And as they look up, they realize somebody is opening a hole in the roof. <clears throat> so they're watching this now intently as Jesus keeps teaching. And the next thing you know, there's this big opening up there. And all of a sudden, there's this uh, mat being lowered down by four ropes slowly. And, you know, it's kind of like watching a spider dangling from a string that they watched this man as he went down and was lowered right in front of Jesus. And it got to the point there where he was lowered right down to the ground. And so the paralytic was on the ground while his four friends were still up on the roof, having done their duty, their service of bringing their friend before the Lord. So in seeing this, uh, Jesus, it says, saw their faith, not the faith of the paralytic alone, but the faith of these four men. They were so intent that this man could be healed by Jesus that they went extra measures in order to make sure that he was presented before the Lord. And so when Jesus saw their faith, it says that he said to the paralytic, child, your sins are forgiven. Now that's all well and good. Not exactly what those four individuals intended. Not perhaps what this uh, paralytic intended. Nonetheless, a wonderful gift. The gift of being forgiven of his sins. And again, what Jesus was showing them is that more important than physical healing is our spiritual healing. That our relationship with God hindered by sin, when that sin can be forgiven, opens up a beautiful pathway of grace between God and his children. <clears throat> now, of course, <clears throat> even though Jesus knew that he was giving this man an amazing gift, the scribes that were there, and again, wherever Jesus went, we have to remember that Pharisees and scribes, teachers of the law, the Sanhedrin, various members of, of the leadership of Israel were checking this guy out to find out what he's about. And so the local Pharisees, the local scribes were being very careful to look into Jesus' life and ministry and find out what he's all about. So some scribes were there at the home as he was teaching. And basically, they, of course, were, were scandalized. You know, why does this man speak this way? He's blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? And so they, again, they were scandalized by this. They were horrified with what Jesus had just said. Well, Jesus, in knowing what was in their heart, basically spoke to uh, their unspoken un, uh, concerns. Why are you thinking such things in your heart, he said, which is easier to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise, pick up your mat and walk, which is easier to say. Well, obviously, it's easier to say your sins are forgiven because there's no proof one way or another. Um, and, and so 
it's it's easy to say if you were to say rise take up your mat and walk and if nothing happens there you are uh and you've been basically uh kind of uh, revealed as a false prophet a false healer but jesus looks at them and he says which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or rise pick up your mat and walk but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he then turns to the paralytic and says, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately that happened. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. Now, it's one thing for the paralytic to be healed, But this is also a restorative miracle because uh, healing of his paralysis is one thing, but his uh, muscles immediately gained enough strength that he could stand and walk, that the muscles in his arms were strong enough. You can imagine after being a paralytic that he probably was emaciated in most ways. But his arms were strong enough, his muscles strong enough that he could pick up the mat And he walked out the door in the front of everybody standing there uh, or sitting there. uh, They were all, their mouths open and just in awe of what had taken place. But here's the thing that we need to remember. He said, which is easier? Well, it's easier to say your sins are forgiven. But by saying the other and it coming true, we know for a fact that when Jesus said, your sins are forgiven, they are forgiven indeed. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, again, today, uh, what an amazing encounter for us to see the Lord at work, bringing healing and strengthening to the paralytic, but also bringing him redemption and forgiveness of sins. And that is the most powerful miracle. That is the one that will not only help the paralytic now, but help him on his journey to eternity. One of the things that I think we can take away from this is, as much as we may want God's physical healing for the various things that we may be encountering, his forgiveness, his grace, his redeeming uh, uh, of our sins on the cross is the greatest thing that he could do for us. That whatever we might be healed of, the healing of our spirit, the forgiveness of sins is of the better part. And when we receive that, we have a hope that will carry us on into eternal life. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.